0: Money show. Make money Mondays.
1: Make money Mondays brought to you by FNB private clients. They'll give you a private banker. You'll get a go-to guy. Our go-to guy this evening is Gerald Mwandiambira. He's the acting chief executive of the South African Savings Institute. We've got you in, Gerald, because I want to learn more about this concept of black tax i keep hearing people talk about black tax oh that's a black tax my cousin Freddie's is a black tax explain this concept of black tax to me good evening bruce um, black tax
0: is actually an american term it's a term which was coined to basically show that um or really to express that black people supposedly work twice as hard as their white counterparts in the corporate sphere now it has you've been since been used to represent everything black around black finances. So the danger of calling it black tax is that it becomes that a racial discussion where the black folk are simply saying we work twice as hard. Um, so let's rather use a scientific term. The oldest mutual savings and investment monitor has been researching. M- households saving and investing in South Africa since 2009. And what they've actually coined is what they call the sandwich generation. This is Mm -hmm. individuals and families who are wedged um, between older parents and, and younger families. And these are basically individuals who support one or more households. And I fear I'd rather say let's discuss it as the sandwich generation because yeah. black tax is not scientific and it'll be a very difficult thing to prove.
1: Yeah, and Absolutely. But, I mean, my understanding is slightly different from yours. I mean, you you talk about it being an American-originated an American term where people go into the workplace and work twice as hard as their white colleagues. Do they do it because, is the perception there that you've, because you're black you've got to work that much harder to be seen to achieve? or what is the 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 the, so the, the some the, the thought process behind that i think if you're looking at any economy
0: or any community which use, used to have a previously disadvantaged group, that group does take some time to catch up in terms of earnings and social status to the previously advantaged. So while that process of catch up is happening, I think that is where the whole term of you have to work twice as hard to reach um, the level of those who are previously advantaged. So in a way, it does apply because suddenly mm. um, you have generations of families who have had um, Inheritances passed down from generation to generation. People have never had to worry about things like university fees versus people who, for the first time, are getting these opportunities and have absolutely zero safety net to fall on. So that's where the black tax um, phenomenon does come from.
1: I'm, I'm also under the impression that the concept of this idea of black tax, and especially in a place like South Africa, where you have people who come from traditionally underprivileged backgrounds who have done good, um, who suddenly are earning a lot of money, who go back home to wherever home is and suddenly home goes awesome you're the guy with the job i need a bicycle i need a car my car's bust i want to start up a shop i want to do this you owe it to me as coming from your community to help to fund me
0: I think we can't ignore the fact that there are inequalities and imbalances still in South Africa as a result of the history of this country. But we also have to also accept that because of these imbalances, there's a whole generation, almost 15 to 20 years of adult South Africans who never got the opportunity to get education Mm -hmm. and prepare themselves as adults who are working and productive. And these adults in many instances sometimes have had offspring who have managed to make it out, make it out of the ghetto so to speak and it is this offspring which is under immense pressure essentially it's the black middle class and they're seen as family atms and family go-to
1: people <laughs> family atms but but this is the con. this takes us more closely then to this concept of the sandwich generation doesn't it uh, and this is again a global phenomenon and there, i've seen the sandwich generation referred to in the u.s context as well you say old mutuals coined it here but it's where suddenly you have middle class families again looking after parents who haven't provided properly or fallen on hard times in terms of the retirement savings, so they may be living with them, or at least they may be supporting those parents, and yet they're trying to make ends meet to get their kids through school and set up their own family structures and family life.
0: That is definitely true. Essentially, whenever a wealth gap is being created, you're creating the sandwich generation. And eventually what happens is unless the problem is solved, solved either, either through government intervention or people simply start saving for retirement, it keeps getting wider. And eventually the people in the middle fall off either to the bottom end or to the top so it is quite a quite a phenomenon which should be studied and discussed at length in terms of narrowing that gap because the wider it gets the more dangerous it is for a country and its citizens already we know statistically that only what statistics vary between seven and fifteen percent of South Africans have adequately prepared yeah. for retirement and this sandwich generation is no longer restricted just to black folk it applies to anybody in a situation where your parents have not adequately prepared
1: for retirement
0: and you're trying to start a family you have to support
1: them yeah and that's the trouble because then it undermines your ability and we almost have an intergenerational wealth shift um, where people are now spending on parents who should be in a position to look after themselves but aren't and so kids are obliged to do it and then the kids are looking after their own parents and their own kids and stop what do what's the first thing they stop funding well their own retirement savings so they pass the generation the, the problem on to another generation Essentially, yes,
0: that is true, Bruce. And also what you could be getting is what they call white tax in South Africa. What? Because what? No. Listen to me, listen. listen. <laughs> white tax is essentially now where you have BEE coming in and you have older generation white folk being asked to take early retirement yeah? at okay. 55, which means that they have a shortfall in terms of the retirement saving, which means that you're now creating a generation of white folk who also will have to depend on children. So essentially this sandwich generation is actually going to affect all classes, all races, essentially it is something which we need to look at and really study.
1: It's a fascinating conversation. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'll take your calls on 021-446-0567 011-883-0702 You can SMS me, you can tweet me. My guest is Gerald Mwandiambira He's the acting chief executive of the South African Savings Institute and a passionate proponent of saving but pointing out the pitfalls that we live in at the moment where you've got people who've been in the corporate world for all their careers and at age 55 get nudged out with uh, their pension money in one hand um, and a lack of real world skills perhaps to go out and become entrepreneurs at that stage of their lives. So they forced out on the one side and um, the BE generation moves in. On the other side, you've got a generation of young black people who say, hold on a second, we've been prejudiced as well. We're having to work twice as hard to prove that we are capable of doing these jobs. And then when we do get to a point, we go home and we've used as the family ATM. More from Gerald in just a moment. Isn't it funny that when you do start making money, you stumble onto new questions, especially the kind of money that has you asking unit trusts or property, personal loan or overdraft, local or offshore? See, with this kind of money comes a new kind of question. Good thing at FNB it also comes with a private banker. SMS the word money to 48703. You'll get a private banker, your very own go-to guy. First National Bank is a division of First Round Bank Limited, and authorized Financial services and credit provider. Terms, conditions, and standard network rates do apply.
0: Keno Cummins weekday mornings, six to nine.
1: Two shark attack incidents along the Garden Route in the past week. Fortunately,
0: no arteries and no bone was hit, so he's is, he is so lucky.
1: That is a huge gift for you as a father, Marty. I don't need to tell you that, obviously.
0: Yes, he's very keen to get back in the water. Okay.
1: You know, uh, we both surf together, um, and we've seen them often. That's Marty Redring in Plattenburg Bay. Kino Cummings on Cape Talk, your number one, number one news and talk station. Nothing is more important for an IT reseller than having the right partnerships. My name is Bob Smith, and I learned the hard way. But on the flip side, the best decision I ever made was deciding to partner with Rectron. Tailor-made solutions, prompt responses, excellent service, renowned technology. They source the best breed of IT products in the world to help me grow my brand footprint. Take my advice. Visit Rectron.co.za today. Rectron, South Africa's leading ITC and consumer electronics distributor. Wouldn't it be awesome to have a printer with enough ink for up to two years? No more annoying interruptions or changing of ink cartridges. The new Epson Ink Tank System printer is fitted with high-capacity ink tanks instead of traditional ink cartridges. Selected models come with enough ink to print up to 12,000 pages in black and white or 6,500 pages in color. With average savings of up to 90%, printing has just become ultra-affordable. Call 0860 000953 for your nearest reseller. Say goodbye to cartridges. Epson exceed your vision
0: mandela day is more than a celebration of madiba's life and legacy it's a global movement to make the world better this mandela day get your company to join food bank south africa on 17 july to pack hampers for children at risk abused women and vulnerable households for the winter food bank south africa rescues good quality food that would otherwise end up in landfill and distributes it to verified ngos that offer shelter upliftment programs and feed hungry people for more information or to register visit foodbanksa.org the money show make money mondays
1: so the concept of black tax is understood differently by different people. Uh, say uh, Ayasanga and Pielo understand it the way I did in terms of taking care of multiple families, your parents and siblings. Um, Ayasanga says, I understand black tax to be a case of double the strife to progress rather than work twice as hard. But we're talking about some of the the, the, the difficulties you have in terms of working and earning a living. This This idea of not being able to save and not being able to invest, Gerald, just because there are too many issues right now at play. How do we break this cycle of, no, of dependency, both up and possibly down?
0: I think there is a necessity for both um, national, for some sort of intervention from the state as well as the private sector. And the reason I say this is that, This phenomenon of having people who are looking after two families, you now have to have a scenario where financial services and product providers perhaps must start designing products which are designed to allow people to be able to save and also meet their family obligations. I think you've seen in some instances financial services companies who have designed funeral products where they cover more and more family members and that to me is that kind of product which addresses the black tax problem where one member of the family can pay a premium and support up to 50 other, I think it's up to 50, yeah, it's what? Up, to 50, up to 50 extended family members. And this is the person who's privileged enough to have that money. And because if he doesn't pay that um, premium, he's going to end up having to fork the bill for funerals. And you yeah. know, the, the, the funerals are look at, looking at around 20,000 rand. So, what we need is more desire product design, which basically looks at the preponderance of people who are out there who who are suffering from this black tax phenomenon. And we have to have financial banking products which allow people, yes, you are the one with the wealth account, private banking, you have 400 swipes, but you're actually using 100. So why do you allow your family member who's low income on that entry-level account who's paying whatever, seven, eight rand a swipe, mm. um, to use their card? Why can't the bank allow some sort of mechanism which allows you to almost share the the product, the features of your product which you're not using for those who are downstream? Because, Same thing with insurance.
1: General, financial services will make less money, and that will make the bank CEOs very sad and their shareholders very cross Um, uh, There's a balance between, I suppose, the profitability of the financial services sector and its sustainability and what is a social problem for the country. I think... I think also we need
0: to look at what people want and I I do issue a warning because SAS is an advocate in financial services that if financial services product companies are not producing the products which people want the one who does come up with it first is going to benefit financially and you look at a country like Kenya for example when Equity Bank came into the picture and that's how that's what they did they asked people what they want so mm-hmm. we have a scenario where there's a whole large percentage of South Africa which is facing this problem and no one is really addressing it. And at the same token, yes, you can't pass it on to the state and say the government must have a better social security system. It has to be a balance, it has to be a dialogue, and it has to be a, dis- a, a conversation.
1: You, you raise the issue of funeral policies and um, they're foreign to me. Um, I have life insurance, I don't have a funeral policy. To me, life, you get a lot more for your buck buying life insurance than you do buying a funeral policy. What is... Why do people buy funeral policies when life insurance is a far more efficient way of covering those kinds of expenses? I think it's
0: simple because um, life insurance is more expensive. I mean, life cover... Rand
1: Rand for rand, it's more expensive, really. And... and yes rand for rand potentially it's,
0: i think probably the funeral policy is more expensive but it covers more people on a life policy
1: it covers yourself and you you leave it to your beneficiaries and you I can think, nominate your beneficiaries you can nominate you know the 50 people that you use funerals you got to pay for it's a cheerful thought but yeah i just i, I wonder why are, are we not it's sort of got a financial services industry that's got itself caught up in unnecessary complexity when it comes to um and, and the marketing of funeral products is easier than perhaps the market of life products or they should really be called death products because um, the, <laughs> that's one of those financial services things. Um, we, we should really be looking at cleverer ways of, of, of helping people.
0: And indeed, we have clever actuaries in South Africa and we've designed and created new products. And I think you're on, you're onto something there in that we do need to start moving away from the most profitable products to the most socially conscious products, which allow profitability and value to shareholders. So I think you are right. I think there is a way in which you can make a hybrid product, which has a life component as well mm-hmm. as funeral.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and you know, our, our financial lives are not becoming simpler, are they, Gerald? I mean, the the demands are only growing. Um, how do we how do how, how do we change the way this works? I mean, you with the South African Savings Institute, I would think you've got something some leverage here. I think what we need to do is, when it comes to saving, you just need to start.
0: I think um, a lot of people are simply don't have the know how, or are simply daunted by the thought of saving a lot of people are also chasing their debts and more interested in paying off their debts. And the one question I ask anybody who says, I'll start saving when I've finished my debts is, if you lose your job today, firstly, those debts can't be serviced. And secondly, you don't have a safety net. So anybody who's working needs to have a savings component as far as how they manage their income. That
1: theory is great though, Gerald, but when we're sitting in the sandwich generation, I've got my elderly parents and I've got my kids and I've got pressure and there's no money left. I'm actually going in, uh, going to Wonga on the 23rd of the month and getting a payday loan. I mean, that's how tight I am. And lots I of South Africans are in that position.
0: Lots of South Africans are in that position, but also a lot of South Africans don't want to make any sacrifices to make their financial ah, lives the better. the crucial
1: point. Yes. I, I
0: think what you have is a black tax generation which wants to stay in the northern suburbs and maintain a family in the south and... And try and keep it going. But at some point, you need to look at yourself and say, what's best for your finances? And sometimes you take a step back in order to make two steps forward. So sometimes you do need to give up. Sometimes it's, it's not keeping up with the Joneses or the Kunenes. It's about you looking at your own financial needs and basically trying to service those. So there is a way in which you can help out on the family side and also maintain your life.
1: Gerald Mwandiembira, thank you, the acting chief executive of the South African Savings Institute, rubbishing the principle of black tax, saying, no, 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 we need to talk about a sandwich generation, we need to talk about the real pressures, the people across demographics, across colour, everybody's facing similar kinds of pressure, perhaps people in the black community. Feel it more. I don't know, but uh, interesting views this evening. Thank you, Gerald, for joining us this evening on The Money Show. Isn't it funny that when you do start making money, you stumble onto new questions, especially the kind of money that has you asking, unit trusts or property, personal loan or overdraft, local or offshore? See, with this kind of money comes a new kind of question. It's a good thing at FNB. It also comes with a private banker. SMS the word money to 48703. You'll get a private banker, your very own go-to guy. First National Bank is the division of First Rand Bank Limited and authorised financial services and credit provider, terms, conditions and standard network rates.